What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She loved when I gave her the yammy and the fertilizer. Next up is the power <laughs> bike. It's the one and only Teresa. Ew. And hello, everyone. What? How's everyone what? doing? What do you mean, ew? You loved when I gave you the fertilizer. I just, <laughs> I just hate that you call it that way. Like, freaking Usman. Ew. What? Ew. I, I know what the yammy is. I I think it's all of his penis, by the way. <laughs> the fertilizer is his penis? Yeah. Yeah, he makes babies, not with kids. Ooh. What else do you think of that was? You're so the smart. magic stick that fertilizes people? I was thinking of... I mean, that's exactly what it is. No, I was thinking of how cows fertilize things. How? I'm not going to say it because this is not that type of podcast. All right. Why is it the power bike? Don't cows bang? Yeah, but how they fertilize <laughs> the land. Oh, they say poop. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that had something to do Ew, with it. Ew, no, I don't think so. I What's think it's all that are nicknames for his penis. That's why I was like, ew, because <laughs> all I picture is Kim and Usman. Yeah, the power bike? How does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know. I can see the pogo stick. Ew. That would, yammy, classic. Fertilizer, questionable. Power bike? I mean, the yammy just makes it look fat and uneven. All right, here we go. We're getting to this <laughs> podcast quicker than ever because I don't need to hear Teresa <laughs> go, th <laughs> go through descriptions of each of these things. All right. I mean, you know yams. I know the yam. Here we go. All right. Guys, welcome to the podcast. We are here to talk about Happily Ever After, season seven. Episode three, but before we do a little housekeeping, gotta do it. Follow us on Instagram at Marriage Reality Pod. It's a fantastic time over there. We share memes, we share reels, we share news, and we talk to you guys. We share it all. We talk to you guys. Come over to the dark side. Why is it the dark side? It's not. I think it's a fun. It's a fun. It's come a fun over. Place to hang. Come over to the fun side. Don't scare people away from <laughs> from the Instagram. Social media can be a dark place. I don't think. I don't think our page. No, our page is very positive. It's very so very, po so positive. Very friendly. Very positive. Just news come and on memes and reels. Whatever John just said. Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, another ray of sunshine. On the internet, a bright spot on the internet, I think so, is the Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. And it's about to get a whole lot brighter because the single life will be dropping there very soon. Full disclosure, today is Monday. Mm -hmm. So the single life premieres tonight. And then you will get our coverage of it, our recap of it, our thoughts on it. You'll get that Wednesday. Yes. Usually our parts on the Patreon drop on Tuesdays. Yes. But I, because I, of John's travels, I think that's slightly the behind. Plan. Yeah. I think from here on out or from next week on out, Tuesday will be the Patreon day. Yeah, that's what you guys are used to. But this week is just gonna be delayed by one day and one day only. A little backed up. We're a little a little backed up. A little backed so, up. So, yes, Wednesday you will get the single life coverage. And then also, coming very soon to a Patreon near you, our Patreon, you'll be getting Love is Blind After the Altar. That premieres September 16th. And so, very shortly after that, you'll hear our thoughts on that. Woohoo! 
A lot happening on the Patreon, patreon.com slash reality. It's the place to be. Was that Love is Blind in Chicago? It was, right? That's a fantastic question. I'm pretty sure that was a Chicago edition. Were they both? One was Chicago for one sure. One was Atlanta. That was the first one. Oh, okay. So well, this one was Chicago, the Windy City. The Windy City. Not named the Windy City because of weather, actually. The named, politics, guys. Named the, the Windy politics. City because of the political climate. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. That is the Patreon, patreon.com slash reality. Get over there. Check it out. We're having a lot of fun over there. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Okay? It doesn't have to be on the Patreon. You can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. You won't get the premium content, but you'll get this podcast you're listening to right now. So make sure you're following along. It's so easy to do. You just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it as hard as... Yoro's Green Card Interview! Woo! Hot! It's a big day. I've been there, done that. It's a big deal. I've been there, done that too. Well, yes. How dare you? You wouldn't have been there to do it without me. That's very true. So don't push me Actually, to the side. Actually, it was more about you than me. It was. If you think about it. I think we'll have a lot to talk about when we get to that section, because it was almost, it was very reminiscent of our experience. I didn't open the letter without you, Jovi. Okay, I thought that was a something we should do together but other than that the the worries they had the conversations they had very reminiscent of our time as but a, i know your favorite color as a young foreign <laughs> it's beige it's beige <laughs> um so yes smash it like it's as hot as a green card interview and last but not least something that is as hot if not hotter than a green card interview is a review not an interview, but a Ooh, review. All right. And I have one I would love to read because we read all the five-star reviews over here. And I got one. This one comes to us from our friend Kiki Lee Midor. Hello, Kiki. Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> uh, I think she does love us, judging by this review. It is titled, Married to Reality is What's Hot. Oh, hello, Kiki. Ooh, so smash it like it's as hot as us. So smash the follow button. Five stars. Kiki writes, I adore listening to Married to Reality. I will forever call something a G thing. If you know, you know. That's a, that's a Teresa. That's a Teresa word. You, I think you thought it was a G thong or a G string. Yeah, G string. It's a G thing now. <laughs> and Kiki writes, I listen to Reality Gaze, Pink Shade, and Cray Cray as well. And I was screaming at all of them for not pointing out that Emily drove Kobe to Salina for their night together. None of them mentioned how messed up that was not to stay in KC for the night. Teresa was just as appalled as I, f- I was. And <laughs> I felt seen. I love that. Okay? Love you guys. Thanks for keeping the laughs coming. Thank you, Kiki. We what? love you. With what you. a great review. This review is what's hot. Smash it like it's as hot as Kiki's review. Yes. Thank you, Kiki. I love it. I love that you referenced it because, yes, you <laughs> <he> sure did. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that, Kiki. And thank you to everyone who has left a review or who will leave a review. We love love. And we love when we you leave do. that love. Thank you. All right. Let's do 90 Day By The Way. <laughs> Let's do a little 90 Day By The Way if you're ready. I'm ready. Go for it. Number one, big news in the podcast world. Big news, Theresa. Okay. Molly and Cynthia, who some would consider to be the queens of pillow talk, not me, but some would consider them to be the queens of pillow talk. They now have their own podcast. They do? 
They do. All right. It is called Stinky and Hooch. What do they cover? Ninety days. My day? nickname in high school. Um, <laughs> here's what. Here's what they cover. I'm going to decipher what they cover because they premiered their first episode today. Actually, Monday, September 12th. It's on YouTube. It's also on the podcast platform of your choice. And there's like a little intro song and it's a bit of a rap. And one of the lines is talking titties just outside the city. Okay. So <laughs> they, if you guys aren't familiar, they have their own bra shop. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right. And so that's where they're recording the pod from. And the description of the podcast is discussing everything from feminine hygiene, fitting fiascos, and client confessions. This is the real, the raw, the stinky and hooch show. All right. That's interesting. It's interesting. All I right. wonder if they cannot cover 90 Day because of the pillow talk. Yeah, I don't think they can. Yeah. I was surprised to hear that they had a pod because usually they sign these contracts that say you can't do anything outside of your contract with with another platform or anything like that. And so, yeah, they have their own podcast now. And I think we'll see where it goes. I'm not going to be a listener, but you may be. Yeah, but it's uh, not going to be about 90 Day. So it's okay that they have a podcast. That's why I'm not going to be a listener, though, because I'm not into the titty talk. All right. (laughs) You you may be. You may be into the... Once I get the fake ones. You may be into the TikTok, talk, (laughs) then they can fit you. It'll be... Yeah, I feel like whatever they're fitting, it's not going to fit me. Yeah. Um, The first episode is titled, If We Smell Ya, We Gotta Tell Ya. I feel like this is going to be a very crass, disgusting podcast. And that's not who I am. What does it mean? Like smelly vaginas? Maybe maybe under boob sweat. Maybe Ew. smelly under boob sweat. Why would you even? Why would you even think of that? Because they're talking boobs. They're talking bras. What why the, would you think of an under boob sweat? I'll tell you off there. What? <laughs> it's not a woman's under boob sweat. It's a man's under boob sweat. Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you some other time. Guys, John doesn't have any, but boobs or under boobs. Yeah. Sweat. I sweat <laughs> everywhere else, <laughs> except for under the boobs. Dry, bone dry under the boobs. All right. That's, by the way, number one. I'm telling you, I tried to listen to a few minutes of it. I couldn't. I don't think I'm the target audience. So I don't think you are either, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're too upset to lose me as a listener. But if you want to be a listener, if you're interested, Google or YouTube the Stinky and Hooch Show. I might give it a shot. Give it a shot. Even though, as I said, their brows would not fit me. You could would use I it. Keep my ha- <laughs> I could use it as a hat. You could use it as a sleeping bag, <laughs> like a hammock, probably. <laughs> we'll hang it up from door to door. You can get in there like a hammock. <laughs> Anyways, talking titties outside the city. Go check it out. All right. By the way, number two, here's something I might actually listen to. Did you find Libby singing? Did you read my notes? I did not, but I also found her singing because I was curious. Well, then there's no surprise here. But yes, we didn't get any Libby and Andre this week. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun to hear a little Libby? We talked about it last week. She wants to become a huge singer. She's got big dreams of becoming a lullaby star. (laughs) And Teresa, you dismissed those dreams. And I said, well, she's pretty good. And you said, I'll believe it when I hear it. Exactly. So let's hear it. Let's hear it together. I found a clip. It's about 10 years old. And so we could hope she's gotten better over time or she stayed the same or she's gotten rusty. I don't know. But I have this clip. It's about a minute long. All right. And we can listen together. Okay. All right. Let's let's do it. This is Libby giving an audition and singing 
singing her little heart out. Here we go. Take it away, Libby. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Podhast, and I'm with Monarch Talent Agency. Go ahead. Everywhere I'm turning, oh, nothing seems complete. I stand up and I'm searching. A vibrato right there. For the better part of me. A little flat right there. I hang my head from sorrow. I slave to humanity. I wear it on my shoulders. I gotta find the strength in me. Because I am a superwoman. Oh, yes, I am. Yes, you are. Oh, yes, she is. Yes, I am. Because even when I'm a mess, I still put on a vest with an S on my chest. Oh, yes, I'm a superwoman. All right, went a little. Yes, I am. Went a little off book right there, but all right, you get the idea. Libby. Ladies and gentlemen, Libby. It wasn't that bad. She should have. I would have, if I was her instructor, if I was giving her any pointers before this audition, I would say, tighten it up. I don't think you need to go into that freestyle rap at the Why end. Why not? Because eh, that's where she lost me. In the beginning, of it, it came out pretty strong. Yeah, it's much better than I expected. I literally thought that she cannot sing or she can do the lullabies like most moms can, right? Right. But this is pretty good. All right, Libby, you can sing. So why don't you want to sing on the show for us? I think I think she may. I know, but I'm surprised because, yeah, 10 years ago she was singing, auditioning, doing her thing. And what was this audition for? I don't know. Not really sure at all. Like a movie? Maybe a play. Yeah. Maybe it a It sounds movie. like a play. I don't know. But there you go. I think she can sing better than most not better than most professionals, worse than most professionals, but she can sing better than your average bear. True. I would probably hate her if she sung karaoke at her bar. Yeah, you'd be like, enough. We get it. You can yeah. sing. <laughs> yeah. So that's Libby. That's, by the way, a couple, couple things for you guys to listen to. All right? Now you can listen to us talk about this episode. Episode three of Happily Ever After, question mark. Question mark as always. It's a big question mark for some of these couples. For all of these couples. Head scratcher for this first one. <laughs> Kim and Usman, soldier boy, king of Africa. Did you see Kim put a soldier boy t-shirt in her backpack? She's packing, right? She's going to go. She's going to Nigeria to meet Usman and the fam. She didn't want to travel in style. She didn't want to wear a Soulja Boy t-shirt for a risk of turbulence and spilling <laughs> on her shirt, but she put it in her backpack for easy access for the minute she touched down, she could slip into that thing. Also, it's fresh after you spent 20 hours on a plane. You probably want to freshen up if you're meeting someone like that. Very true. We've seen We've the Darcy seen all, dash. Oh yeah, Darcy, all of them do that. But don't you think she's probably got enough she could spare a shirt, she could wear one in the air, and then have a fresh one for when she touches she down. She doesn't want to waste her shirts. I wonder, Gee. do you think, and I think I know the answer of this, to this, do you think she actually loves the shirts and loves repping Usman, or part of their agreement for her to be more than just a potential, for her to be 
a fiance or wife is you always have to wear my shirt. It's publicity. No, she loves the shirts. She loves wearing the shirts. Oh, she loves the shirts. Okay. She loves it because she wears them around San Diego. Well, how but that's what I'm Usman saying. Because he's trying to break into the American market. Is he like, yeah? if you want to be more than a potential, you got to slip into something with my face well, on she it. is more than potential now. A, B, there is a soldier boy in America. So if he wants to get onto the American market, yeah. he has to change his name 100%. There's uh, no way I don't he think can- he can change his name now. He's got actually too much brand equity in this. So he cannot like He's got more he's got more notability than the original Soldier Boy at this point. True for the 90 day community. Fair. That's a good point. That's a good but, point. But I don't know. Would the Drake do a duet with him because Drake is a 90 day fan? Caesar, hook it up. Chantel, hook it up. <laughs> Let's see. Um, you know who's not a fan? Of Soldier Boy initially. It's Jamal. Jamal doesn't even listen to Soldier Boy. I mean, he said he has, but like, no, I don't think he, he said, I, I have never really. Right. That never, means like maybe like a, a little bit and that was over it. Well, we're going to change that immediately, Jamal. Oh, yeah. You listen. say, you oh, is say. It, is, it, is it you say? Is don't it listen? Play. No, game. <laughs> No, it's. I think it's you say, you say. I say it was listen. Oh, it makes more sense. You say, you say. Don't, don't play, play no game. game. <laughs> right now, I care for you, girl. I like how it's right now, I care for you. Not always and forever. It's like right now, when I could benefit from this relationship, I care for you. He knows. What, that's not even her song. It's her favorite song. I thought that was her song. I don't me. think so. No. Yeah, that's the Internet Girl song. Is it? Yeah. I, is I, it about her? I, I thought it was about, no, there is Zara. Zara. Right? And there's, uh, there's the baby the girl, Lisa. I think this is her song. Really? I yeah. thought she just said, no, she didn't say it's my song. She said, that's my favorite song. I think because it's about her. I see you right now on the internet girl or something about internet girl. She's I think the he's, internet- seen, he's seen a lot of internet girls. Fair enough. And I'm sure he's presented it to other women and said, this is about you. Probably. But I think, I think I could be wrong. Calling, guys. I think it's supposed to be about her. All right. Well, she's like very proudly dancing and singing, saying, that's my boyfriend. And Jamal is actually into it. Well, he said he's not that bad. Right. Which is, means, I'm going to translate. It's actually pretty good, but I don't want to admit it. I don't want to seem seem to like I'm too big I mean, of a he's fan. Not, he's not that bad. Let's just Soda be honest. Soda was not that bad. No, he's much better than Libby. Well, we haven't heard an original. We haven't heard a Libby original. But he is better than Tariq. Hot sauce. Well, that's that's just horrible. I'm trying to think who else is. Oh, done. that was the guy. Where was he from? He did the rap for for his lady. Tariq like the did studio. One. No, that was a different one. Yes, Tariq did too. But it was another one. Oh. Oh my gosh. Of- Guys, you probably know who I'm talking about. It's like older 90 Day, like one of the first seasons, hmm. if not the first season. Do you remember season. the country the foreigner was from? Uh, I'm going to say Philippines, but I might be so wrong. That's Tariq. Come on. No, 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 no. That's also Tariq. All right. I don't remember then, but there's been a ton. It of- was so cheesy. Like he invited her to the studio. Like he was I like could. this smaller, smaller guy. I wish I could remember, but. Ah. It's okay. The the one who's actually getting closest to making a name for himself is Soldier Boy. He's 
True. He is doing it. So they're on their way to the airport. And speaking of shirts, not that Jamal was wearing a Soldier Boy shirt. But no. Quite quite a cooler piece of clothing. He was wearing a Dunder Mifflin hoodie. Yes, that's something we would wear. The people, persons, paper, people. Dunder <laughs> Mifflin. <laughs> we love The Office. Yeah, he was trying to hide it. Our favorite it, show. He was trying to hide it, but I spotted it. I was like, that's Dunder Mifflin. You think he was trying to hide it on purpose? Because yeah, I don't, they would have to blur it, maybe. I think so. Yeah. But I know the font. Because we know The Office so well. Like the back of our hands. Um, so Kim gets dropped off at the airport. Emotional goodbye. And she's like, I say, I say goodbye to one big baby to see my other big baby. Uh, <laughs> don't, I, don't compare your son to your I mean, they're hopeful. more or less the same age. I know. That's why it makes it even weirder. You're looking at them well, as the same, as they're, they're one baby for another baby. It's like, eh. She means it like a babe, like a baby, but sure. All right. But yeah, she's ready to take off and hit the road or hit the wings mm-hmm. all the way to Nigeria. Yeah, where we see Usman getting all freshened up mm-hmm. for Gimbali's arrival. He wants to look his best for his queen. Did you see his license plate? I think it says Soldier Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, everything is about publicity for him. That's why I'm saying... He's obviously on the show for publicity. I don't think he's yeah. on the show to show his love. He might he might have written into the contract that, okay, if you want to be the first wife, you have to always rep the brand. You always have to wear a T-shirt, no matter <laughs> where. It's free publicity. I, I genuinely think that she just freaking likes it. Imagine you are in your mid-50s and now you're dating this young rapper. You don't, Wouldn't you want to flex it a little bit? You put it on a shirt and people ask, hey, who is this guy? Oh, that's my boyfriend. <laughs> He's an international superstar, Soja Boy, a.k.a. Usman, a.k.a. Yam Yam, a.k.a. whatever. The fertilizer. Yeah. A.k.a. the electric bike. She's she's proudly wearing it. Okay. All right. Um, so they decided to share a hotel room this time because according to Usman, now the most important thing in a relationship is for a man and a woman to have sex. And also because she's not a potential anymore. I mean, let me rephrase it. She is still a potential, but now she's a potential fiance. She graduated from a potential girlfriend to a girlfriend, and now she's a potential fiance. So much potential. So much potential. Did you notice Usman gets to the airport? Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone backs in to parking spots in Nigeria, I think. Really? At least I, at the airport, unless it's a unless it's a rule at the airport. When he pulled in, he was backed in, and every car in that lane was backed in. I mean, after I saw how everyone's driving in Nigeria, I would probably also want to back in so I can easily get out. I guess. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, that's really interesting. And I should have researched it if just backing in is more common. But that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, my God, everyone's backed in. I I saw that he backed in, but I didn't look yeah. at the rest. The other cars around were back then. Interesting. Yeah. So I noticed that. And then also I saw, of course, he didn't show up empty handed this time. No, he brought uh, two stuffed animals. Just what every 50 year old woman wants, I'm sure. Is two. It looks like he just got back from the bowling alley and he'd won them from the claw machine. Yes. It was like a stuffed orange panda and a stuffed penguin. Why? Was it a panda? I thought it was a raccoon. 
No, I think it was the orange panda. Oh, one of them reminded me of Ricky Raccoon. Yeah, my, my I know, but animal. it was, that is an orange panda. It actually exists. Okay. So yeah, I don't think they have raccoons in Nigeria? Africa, in Nigeria. Do you think raccoons made it all the way there? Yeah. What do you think? They're exclusive to America? <laughs> no, we have raccoons in Czech. Okay, then. But I feel like I don't see raccoons in Africa. There are other animals. Okay. I think there are raccoons in more places than you would think, but you are entitled to your opinion. I mean, I don't know. I'm not the raccoon, right? No, or a <laughs> raccoon specialist or any <laughs> animal specialist, really. I did hit a raccoon with my car once. Oh, boy. But he was, he was basically dead. He was in the middle of the road. Okay. Moving on. Moving on to Kim <laughs> getting off the plane, now wearing a fresh, crisp, starched Soldier Boy t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Soldier Boy sees himself on that shirt, <laughs> runs for an embrace, and they kiss in public. He's really trying to get the green car going. He's, he's I'm telling you, I think he may, maybe he's like, wear this shirt so that when I look at you, I'm actually attracted to you because I see myself. I'm and just curious. There's nothing more that uh, that turns him on than the idea of himself. I'm just curious. Why didn't she wear the shirt that she's going to give it to him with both of them? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, it's a gift, but she could wear a Well, a she could just, well. yeah, she could hand it to him right at the airport. What do you mean? She gave him one shirt with their photo on yeah, it. Yeah, but why isn't she wearing it? She's wearing a different shirt. Yeah, but why isn't she wearing a shirt with the two of them? Why only with him? But I don't know. I don't know. One of a kind. Uh-huh. That's for sure. I like how they end up each holding one stuffed animal. Because <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy was kind of thinking probably, you know what? I'm actually going to keep this raccoon. I'm going to keep this one for myself. It's a red panda. I'm going to keep this red panda because you think, oh, here's two. First of all, buying two is a little strange, but then he's like, no, one for you, one for me. Well, that would have been okay if he bought like two dogs, one like the lady and Trump, those dogs eating spaghetti and did they kiss? Uh-huh. Like those like dogs that go together or like two cats that go together or two random animals, like two penguins, right? Two penguins because penguins or, no, love each it. other forever. Otters that hold hands. True, others, yeah. Right. A, a penguin, I'm pretty sure the penguin had a hat and then the <laughs> red panda. What does it even mean? I don't know. I'm telling you, I think he just got back from laser tag and hit the claw before he picked. I just think Cambodia. he went to visit his nieces and swapped it. That's probably true. <laughs> so they get back to the hotel. Soldier Boy is ready for fun time. He orders a few drinks from Rune Service and tells the bellhop to lock the door behind him. Ooh, all right. And then Kim whips out the gifts that she brought. It's not as juicy as last time because we see the shirt with both of them yes. on it. Yes. And Soja Boy seems to love it. Of course. And then the couple's bracelet, something with a king and a queen. Her king, his queen. Ah, cheesy I had, alert. I had to think far too long about her king. And his, like, who wears what? That's true. But he wears her king. Yeah. And then she would wear his queen. I yeah. should say potential queen. It's <laughs> 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 too many letters. There's probably a limit. Yeah, so it's just it should like, have just say king, the king, yeah. and a potential queen. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get an education. 
This is where we learn about the yammy, the fertilizer, the power bike, the African ingredient. The list, I'm sure, goes on. But before we heard that, Sorcha Boy mentioned that last time Kim came, she brought a laptop, she brought a PS5. She always shows up with gifts. Yes. And I can see the disappointment on his face. Well, I'm telling you. We know she went recently. That's true. They didn't film it. She brought the latest and greatest. She brought the new iPhone, the new back MacBook. Probably. I'm sure this was a more, oh, it's the thought that counts gesture. But you know she brought the goods the last time. Yeah, I don't know why. Why what? Why would she? I mean, we don't know if she brought it, but I can see her doing it. Why would you waste your money? He's a, isn't he a famous rapper? He drives a nice car. Buy yourself an iPhone. Yeah, yeah, he's driving a Mercedes. Get yourself an iPhone, but dude. But it, it's what a mother does for a son. They get them the latest PS5. They get them a cell phone. My mom used to buy me all the electronics I needed. And really? So that's what, yes. I had to beg my parents and wait and work hard for it. Well, yeah, I had to do that too. But that's where it came from. There, Those are the gifts. Those are the gifts. And so she's used to giving her her babies, as she says, these gifts. I mean, this gift is more appropriate for a couple. Yes. Yes. So it's good. And so then Kim gives her gifts. I think Usman, now he's like, all right, I guess I got to return the favor. And he mounts her in bed. And he seemed very into it this time. Very into it. Right? It's almost like I'm pretty sure he watched some porn before, hyped himself oh up, yeah, and now he's ready. But apparently they didn't, yeah, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't bang because we cut to the next day and Kim's like, last night was boring. I didn't get any yammy. And this is a lost in translation thing because Usman goes, you'll get it in the rear. I don't get that. That's what I thought he was talking about, the fertilizer, but. It's the same thing. You'll get it in the rear? No, the fertilizer and the yam is the same thing. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you'll get it in the rear, to me, sounds like you'll get it in the ass. Ew. You know what the rear end is, right? Yes, I do. Kim quickly corrects his response, like, oh, you mean you'll owe me. So I think there's probably a saying, like, oh, you'll get it in the rear, which means, like, You'll, you, I'll follow up and I'll, oh. I'll give it to well, you at a later date. Well, whatever they do, date. I don't need to know any deeds. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Well, who knows how's he use, how he's using the yam? Speaking of rear ending, they're going to go go-karting. And we learned that Kim is very adventurous and correct me if I'm wrong, but did she say she jumped out of a plane 72 times we when know. she was with the military. Yeah, we know she was in the military. We learned that. Yeah, but I thought season. she was like a secretary or like How a... How dare you? Well, I just thought, no, 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 secretary, but like an administrative assistant. How dare you, Teresa? I really, I, that's really what I thought. You are so... That's what my dad was when he went to the... When he joined the military for okay. a couple of months. Well, He some... didn't fight. No. He was, a, he was a secretary. I don't know that... I don't know that Kim fought. I forget. She may have. But you still do training. And And you jump out of a plane 72 times? Yeah. Jesus, I would never do that. No, she's a a brave woman. She's an adventurous woman. And she takes that competitive and adventurous spirit to this racetrack, which I thought looked cool. This looks like a cool go-karting track. Yeah. Love to go-kart. And we see them. They have some fun. Kim won the race. I feel like she should have bet. They should have bet. 
I win, you you give me the gammy. I think she won because maybe he let her. Who knows? No, I don't think so. I don't. Maybe, you think you think Usman's a gentleman? You think the guy who's like, <laughs> I'll give you the yammy, I'll give you the, the fertilizer. You think he's like, and I'll also let you win? No, was, no. He puts himself first. Well, that's probably true. I like that they gave them those tiny hats for the helmets. That seems sanitary. Yeah, because that's my biggest issue with go-karting. I would love to go, Yeah. but I just don't want to use anyone's helmet. I've never gone to a track that required a helmet, which means I think I've only raced slower cars. But yeah, like those official ones. Yeah, I would to love put. to go. It looks fun. I like to drive, but I have a problem with the helmet. We can go. We'll do it. Maybe we could sanitize it. We'll go. So they finish the race. They sit down to talk about meeting the fam. And Kim says, I feel a lot of pressure that I have to convince Usman's mom that I'm the one. You don't have to. Good news, Kim. You don't have to because you're not the one. You're like <laughs> one of three. You'll be one of four, maybe. You're and not also, the one. If BGL convinced mom. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. That was remember we we memed it. There was a time that BGL looked like the ET. Yeah, with the blanket. A, yeah, with the blanket on yeah. her head. Yeah. That was her meeting the mom. Big hit. Big hit. So then Kim asks about where this hypothetical second wife is going to live. Yeah, and so she's kind of spoiling the situation because I think Usman is nervous. He keeps saying, no, let's just enjoy the time in this city. I don't want to think about the future because he knows that it's not going to be that easy. One failed marriage to an American older mm-hmm. woman, mm-hmm. right? She cannot have kids, so all right. It's not going to go as well, and he knows it, and he just wants to enjoy this. But Kim wants to know what's going to happen with the second wife, and we learned that she's no sister wife. She's no. no sister wife. Which is a disappointment to all of us. We want that crossover. But I still can't figure out the logistics of this, really. Well, she thinks that they're going to live together. Who? Usman and her, but she's going to be half and half between Nigeria and San Diego. Okay. She's going to be coming and going. And the mother of his child is going to live in another city, like farther from them. Yeah. this that's is her. That's her idea. This is crazy to me. She doesn't ever want to see the other wife. Yes. And she thinks she has the right to say where the other wife should live. And more so... If the other wife is going to have his kid, he should probably live with the other wife yeah. and come to Kim whenever it's her turn. It just seems like Kim's not really okay with a second wife. She's more okay with a surrogate. That's She's what she absolutely wants. not okay. She said, hey, I'm not a sister wife. I don't want to know anything about this woman. And, and he, what's his name? Usman. There you I go. have these moments. Usman is like, what are you talking about? You're going to share the D? You're going to share the uh, M? <laughs> I got enough fertilizer to spread around. And that just killed it for Kim because she doesn't want to think about it. She's like, I'm going to have to sanitize it. But don't you think they should just get a surrogate? Forget a second wife. That's such a commitment. Just get a surrogate. He can impress. Even let's say, I know this is not normally how surrogacy works. Normally it's more medical, more scientific. I'm going to let you bang her this time. We're actually going to, there's going to be a sexual act. You'll bang the surrogate. The surrogate gets pregnant. Boom. Everybody wins. But who's going to raise the kid? Kim said she's done raising kids. She has a kid. Been there, done that. She does not want to do it. 
She said it at the beginning that she, that's why she's okay that he's going to have a kid somewhere else, but she doesn't want to have anything to do with it, including the wife. This plan is not as ironed out as they think. Oh, it's not at all. They think it is. Yeah, she's, no. she's just infatuated with the idea of Soulja Boy right now. Yeah, she, yeah. She is clearly not okay with a wife, and now you're saying she's not even okay with having a kid. That kid would technically be her son. It's crazy. Yeah, so no, she wants to live with Usman, having a fun life, and if he goes to see the kid a couple of days a week for an hour or two, that's perfect. Interesting. All right. Well, I don't think it's going to work out like it's that. It's not going to fly. Let's just be honest right here. Kimberly, it's not going to fly. He's going to have hoes in different area codes. As the oh, song, yeah. As the song goes. Oh, it's a panda I've song. got hoes. No, it's not. I've got hoes in different Isn't area codes. Isn't it like I've got hoes in Atlanta? No. No, no, no. Oh, that's uh, I got bras in Atlanta. Oh, not hoes? That's that's the panda. Yeah. No, I'm singing ludicrous area codes. Oh. You don't know that song? No, I don't. Ooh, that's a that's a jam. All right. Anyways, this idea is ludicrous. I don't think it's going to work out, but it's entertaining, so we'll stay tuned. Uh, it sure is. All right. I think we need to take a quick break right now. We talked a lot about some by the ways. We talked a lot about Kim and Usman. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, whew, we're going to meet some old favorites and introduce a new one to the season. All right. New one, but not to 90 day. Not at all. All right. <laughs> we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? Not too bad. I'm looking at my notes here. This next this next segment was pretty quick. Nothing happened. Let's talk about it real quick because it's Jenny and Summit. Are they back at their other apartment yes. now? They're li- living the best g- life. It's very green. Yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. And we, before, wherever they lived was the very city. Like, just houses and a crazy traffic and a dust. Just dust, dust, yeah. dust. Cement needed to use a leaf blower to clean up the place. <laughs> but this is like an oasis. They're going on a walk. Everything's green, palm trees, grass. I'm like, where are they? Beautiful, yes. Yeah. So... The, the scenery may be beautiful, but between Jenny and Summit, things are a little tense still mm-hmm. because they got in that big fight. Anil and Sadna lost their shit after they found out that Summit was married to Jenny. And so they need to go smooth things out and figure things, figure things out between them. And so they go for this walk and they talk. Yes. And it's all good. Jenny explained why she got mad. It was because she felt like he's not there for her. And Samit explains to her that it was just his, he, it was a reflect, reflect, reflex. A reflex? A reflex. Mm -hmm. Acid reflex? (laughs) It was a reflex. Asshole reflex? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Coined it. Coined it. Why did I say reflex? It was a reflex to go after his parents to make sure they're okay. And he apologizes. She apologizes. No regrets. Hug it out. It's all good. Who do you think's in the right and in the wrong here? Because I see what Jenny's saying. She wanted more from Submit. Submit wanted more from Jenny. Like, to me, Submit's wrong when he's saying, oh, you didn't comfort me enough. I needed you to be there to comfort me because my parents were so upset. Well, yes, but he also, before that, she asked her not to 
say anything. She didn't know what was going on. How could she comfort him if he didn't tell her what just happened? I mean, he slowly did, but she was sitting there like an idiot, not knowing what's going on. Yeah. And the parents got pissed and he ran after them and she was left out alone. And then he comes back, they fight and he's like, oh, I don't feel your support. It's like, well, just tell her what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a little wrong for running after his parents and leaving Jenny I there. think he just should have been, Jenny, I'm sorry, I'll explain everything to you. Let me try and talk to my parents and walk away. I think that would be okay. Yeah. The fact that he stood up and ran after them without saying or looking at Jenny at all, that was wrong. Like, if I was Jenny, I would be like, are you serious? Like, right. This, I Especially didn't- because she was sitting there the whole time not knowing what the conversation was. Yes. So he leaves her and she's still confused as to what was said. I can, she can decipher that it's not good but still doesn't if if the parents leave and you're running out after your parents and I don't know what was said I'm sitting there feeling worse than ever because I'm upset I'm confused I'm alone so yeah he should have done a better job explaining what was going on explaining mm-hmm. where he was going and then I think it would have been okay yes whatever I said I think would have been an okay scenario if he explained quickly to Jenny what happened and said, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But they hug it out. It's all good. But one thing. Jenny will never understand the Indian culture. That's what Summit says. She will never understand how important the family is. Yeah. That family is everything for Summit. And now he has nothing. Family is everything. And I think it it also goes a step further in that, you know how there's that saying, oh, I can't love you unless I love myself. Yeah. I feel like it's, I can't be happy with you unless my family is happy mm. with you. It's not enough to just love who you love. You need your family. You need your circle to love that person too. That's how this culture sounds to me. Otherwise... You can't be fully happy. Yes, and he broke it, and that's good. But I feel like it's. A I don't little, think he did. I don't think he did. He married Jenny. He's I know. Still with Jenny. But how long did it take for him to marry her? He's clearly still prioritizing his parents over her sometimes. So I don't think he fully broke it. No, he didn't fully break it. But he's getting there. He couldn't marry her earlier because he was married. True. Let's not forget. But he's trying, and I get it. Maybe. Not maybe. It's a culture. And right now he's being disowned. And it's not even, you can't even say, oh, you'll make your own family because it's just Jenny and him. Mm-hmm. Jenny cannot give him no. kids. And Jenny's way older than him. So he he's going to struggle. Well, to that point about family and Jenny, she makes a very good argument when she says, I'm all alone here in India. So, Samay, you may feel like, oh, your family disowns you. You have nobody. They're a hop, skip, and a jump away. You can hop in a car and go see them. I am alone. I don't have anyone here. So I need you more than ever. Mm -hmm. So while I think the husband should be there for the wife no matter what, I think even more so in this instance because she's got nobody. Very true. Very true. All right. That's we'll see how these how these people will end up. I mean, they're finally married, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think Sadna and Anil will get over themselves. I think that's going to be 
the drama trying to get them accept Jenny. I don't know. Where does it go from here? I think it's I think it's Jenny trying to move to the States because she's not getting accepted. True. Which I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. He need he needs to be removed. Submit needs to be removed from his parents because he's got to break free from that that mental grasp that they have on him so he can fully love Jenny cuz he I think he wants to, but he's got his family in the back of his mind He wants the whole time. to, but he's not going to because it's his family. And out of out of sight out of mind. So if he moves to the states, I think he's going to be able to free up some bandwidth to love her. I'm sure he would be able to, but I don't think he's going to. And quickly back to when you said, oh, is his family is holding him back because they don't approve Jenny, right? It's similar, I think, in every culture, even in the U.S., right? If your parents said, oh, my gosh, like, why are you dating Teresa? She's not good for you. She's not good. She's not a good person. She's blah, 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 blah. How do you and know what my parents said about it? My dad was drunk when he said that, okay? All right, all right. <laughs> if they kept saying this to you over and over and over, and your friends might be like, oh, I don't think Teresa is like right for you. Yeah. You would not propose to me because it would get to you. Unless uh, there probably. was nothing wrong with me and your family just would be crazy, like Summit's family. But they have a, their thing is that she's old, right? For us, there would be probably nothing, but people would get to you. I think so. I and think so. And that's the same with Summit. But that's, that's a very individual feeling. In my case, I think in in the States, not everyone has the same relationship with their parents and don't value their parents' opinion as much as I value mine. So I don't think it's an American thing. I think it's a case-by-case thing, whereas it seems like in India, this is just the culture, no matter what. I think everyone respects their parents' opinion. Not everyone, of course. We can't blank a statement like that, but I think it's much more common it seems like that anyway, that you just respect your parents' True. opinion and what they say goes. America, mm, not so much. Yeah, all I'm saying is like, not that they would, and guys, a full disclosure, me and John's parents are besties, but. They like Teresa more than they like me. They, they love Teresa. <laughs> but I was just saying it uh, as an example. I'm not saying they would try to stop you. That's not what my point. My point I was know. that they, as they would repeat it, you would start thinking, all right, like my parents don't like her and my friends don't think she's right for me. Maybe she's not. I get that. I'm saying I really value my parents' opinion. Yes. So if they said that, I would think long and hard about it. I think some other families would Got be like, ah, classic dad. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Got he's, it. he's a drunk. He's an idiot. Like I don't. So sure, I would listen to my parents, but I'm just saying in India, it seems like most people listen to their parents. Yes, All I right. see that. Okay. Let's move on to a parent that nobody should listen to. <laughs> Let's talk about our old couple. Old couple being mean, they've been on the show for a long time. Okay. It's Angela and Michael. <laughs> our neighbors are going <laughs> to love that we covered this season. I think I think since the last time I said Michael We've had a couple probably new tenants move in next to us. So I think it's... Like, they'll be is, like, what? They're going to think like, oh my on? gosh. Like, Let's go. what, what is the Michael doing? What that did they Michael yell do? at him so much. Poor Michael. Why does he only get in trouble on Mondays? But we see a brand new Angela. She dropped all the weight. We've seen her. Was she on the single live? No. No. She happily. It was happily ever after. It I must think. have been. Yeah. She dropped all the weight, right? She looks... 
good. Yeah. And better. we see her doing yoga, but. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to that Coke but. sponsorship. Most people do get skinnier when they do Coke. Angela, it's a different, <laughs> type, it's a different type of Coke. And, and she brought it right there, right next to her mat. She's I, doing yoga with her American flag nails and a bottle of Coke. I thought she was going to finish Downward Dog and light up a cigarette right there. <laughs> but good for her. She, at least she's trying. There's a, True. probably plenty of people would go, I did the surgery. That's it. I'm done. No, Angela, I'm done. No, Angela's <laughs> like, I'm going to keep doing healthy things. This is, she's on her journey. Well, don't, don't praise her that much because she so smokes. But Fair enough. The yoga instructor is like, well, um, we typically drink water in yoga. <laughs> yeah, Angela's probably like, this is like 90% water, <laughs> she's 10% like, this syrup. Is my water. It's like, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. Um, she turns everyone into her therapist, and, and you'll see it throughout this episode. I'm sure we'll see it throughout this season. <laughs> Angela turns everyone into her therapist. I feel like she doesn't even have an actual therapist. She should have she one. Just, the cashier at the supermarket, the lady at the nail salon, her yoga instructor, her lawyer. She gets very deep and detailed with everyone, and she starts here talking about Michael and how... Michael's stressed me out. And so that's why I put a lot of weight on. So then I had the weight loss surgery and a breast reduction surgery and I lost a lot of weight, but Michael didn't support it because he couldn't pull on my breast the way he liked anymore. And, <laughs> and we get a flashback to Michael being all upset because Angela only has triple D's now. He was so mad over her boob reduction surgery. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but we see Angela two years ago when she went to Nigeria, when they got married and all that, she really dropped the weight. Yeah, she's she's doing good. Yeah. She's she's doing good. I don't think her attitude or her personality has taken a turn. No, that, for the better. that definitely did not. She's classic Angela, but But she looks healthier. Her, yes. her behavior is just as dysfunctional though. She should drop the cigarettes too. Coming from a former smoker, it's way healthier. Yeah, drop the soda too. Yeah, just Drink sparkling water instead. So delicious. Um, so apparently Michael's still acting shady, right? This is the same storyline. You know it, you love it. Michael's acting shady. He's not calling Angela enough. He even reactivated his Instagram and then blocked Angela. Yes. So speaking of a healthy relationship, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Angela's whole theory is... Well, he got Instagram. He must be talking to other women. And, okay, maybe he is. Wait, they shared Instagram. What happened to that? He reactivated his own. Oh. And so now she thinks, okay, maybe he is talking to other women. Maybe he is scamming me for the first time. She thinks maybe he's scamming me. But she's all upset over Michael maybe talking to women on Instagram She's definitely talking to men on TikTok. She sure is. And I think she's freaked out by Michael scamming her is because apparently, as you said, they don't talk as often. And when they do, he asks about the visa and uh -huh. the money. Uh -huh. oh, he yeah. wants money and he's asking, like, when am I coming to America? Yeah, that's the, yeah, we learned that later is he basically was bribing, blackmailing, saying, I'll deactivate Instagram. For five thousand, 
Oh, Michael. <laughs> but we, we cut to a new scene. After the whole rant of Michael talking to other women, we cut to Angela FaceTiming another man. Billy, a painter, a former stripper from Canada. There's that sexy body. So apparently, Angela commissioned a painting from Billy. I, when I look at Angela, I go, now there is an appreciator of the arts. <laughs> now there is someone who probably has a lot of original artwork in her home. Did you by any chance look Billy up? Because I didn't. I wish I did. No, but I feel like you know how some people hand paint? Yeah. He probably dick Dick paints. Paint. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what she wanted. Well, yeah. So that's how they met. And now they became friends and they dance on TikTok. Billy, a.k.a. the original Thief of Hearts. Well, they've never met in person because Billy is in Canada. But Angela is asking him, like, um, would it be okay if I, like, come to Canada? How about they've never met in person because Angela's married. True. Let's not forget she married Michael in an yes. African ceremony. And the visa process, the... A spousal visa process is in the works. And True. as we learn True. later, it might happen any day. So well, what are you doing? I guess she's just heard if Michael doesn't talk to her as often and only asks for money, blogs her on social media that he's not supposed to even have, right? right? <laughs> I think she's getting pissed. And we know that if anyone can get pissed on 90 Day, yeah. it's Angela. Here's the thing. Billy is from Canada. And... If Angela and Billy got together, that'd be more authentic than Little Perv and Liz. So I would watch that yes. on 90 Days. At least he's from Canada, outside of the United States. He still needs visa to come here. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been someone from Canada. I don't want to see anyone from Canada. Laura, it's so close. Laura is originally from Canada yeah. but in the States, but still... Well, she lived in Florida, so she was considered American. I think she... It's right. an American with all Canadian roots or Canadian passport as well. But there's never been, right, someone from Texas wanting to marry someone from Montreal. Because it's so easy. Like, I think Canadian. But I, there's, I been Mexico, a, there's been Mexico in America, John true. Fernanda. I guess. I just would feel like, oh, you shared the language. You right, sound right. almost the same. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just too polite. At least British people have the accent. That's the thing. Speaking of polite, Canadians, let's just stereotype here. Canadians are generally thought to be very nice people. If I was a very nice person, I wouldn't want anything to do with Angela. Who, <laughs> who is anything? True. He, he, she's going to berate him and yell at him and it's going to be terrible. Yeah, and she probably still smells like a bag of cigarettes. So. Oh, for sure. Because we see it. They finish talking, and the first thing Angie does is she lights up a cigarette. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then she gets emotional. I don't think we've ever really seen her emotional. I mean, a few times, but she's like, I'm old. I don't have time to spend on Michael. I don't have time to wait for Michael. Like, And she was genuinely emotional. Yeah. So much so that she's seems like she's entertaining the idea of another man. Yeah. Even though she's married. Could you imagine? I just, I hate hypocrisy, so you have to call it out. Could you imagine if Michael was doing a similar thing? She would lose her shit. She would literally rip his dick off. Yes. Like, and then buy paint, And then paint with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of Michael... Let's visit Lou, the lawyer. He's a, this is a returning face. 
Right? Isn't he like a generic lawyer? Like he's not an immigration lawyer. No, he is. I looked him up. Is he? Pretty sure he's immigration. Yeah. I thought he was like a general lawyer that you go to and he can help you with anything minor. No, I think he's immigration. All right. I looked him up. Maybe he upgraded himself. Well, he's got experience now. He's well, known. He's got PR for being an immigration lawyer, so be smart to And he's not focus. only an immigration lawyer. He's a therapist. He's a therapist, and he does not like it. She is just so crazy. I feel like <laughs> the, she treats everyone like, oh, you know what? Michael's pulling some shady shit. I'm going to go talk to my mechanic. Like, everything is... <laughs> She should go see a real therapist. Yeah, but like she comes there. Usually you go to see an immigration lawyer if you have issues with your case or you don't know what's going on. Right. Or, but Angela walks in and she's like, Michael and I are not getting along. I feel like he's been scamming me. It's been five months since he said I love you. He doesn't ask me to show him my boobs. <laughs> we don't have, no, no more phone texts. And Lou's just like. Lou's <laughs> face. Not saying you love someone in five months is pretty telling. That's bad. That's very, very bad. I would be mad at you if you didn't say it like once a day. I say it at, uh, at least once a day. All the time. All the time. But yeah, Lou's just like, mm, be careful not to read too much into things. But he's also like, people confuse me with a therapist and I don't need to hear all these personal details. <laughs> so... So Angela's like, well, he reactivated his Instagram <laughs> and I asked him to take it down and he said, send me 5K, I'll take it down, which is like, this is extortion. I don't even think Lou knows what Instagram is. He's like, <laughs> I was, I was now that is that like, is that like PowerPoint? Is that on American Online? What is this Instagram you talk about? Yeah. So he knows, he knows all the deeds, all the deeds. And Angela kind of mentions Pulling the visa and Lou's like, that's a little drastic because it's been two years. That's more or less the timeline. Right. So he can get approved any day. And if you pull it. That's it. And then regret it and go, my bad, let's get it going again. It's going to be. It's just as hard, if not five, five plus years. Because if not they're gonna harder. question, they're gonna so, question. Yeah, like, why did you? Pull you were it? almost there. You tried so many. Remember, like they tried before. He got denied several times. Like, it would be right. so bad. Right, and so Lou's like, yeah, would wouldn't go that far. Drastic measure. I think you're probably gonna get it soon. He could come anytime. And Angela's like, I don't know if that's good news or not. And Lou says, Lou must be a big. <laughs> below deck fan because Lou hits us with well Taka can't change his stripes <laughs> I knew you were going to say that yeah well it was great when you said it it's my favorite below deck line ever <laughs> Taka can't change his stripes and so now Angela's torn do I pull the application do I not time is running out tigers can't change their stripes lions and tigers and bears oh my what to do she should not she, let Michael come here I want to see Michael in rural, rural Georgia I would love that me too yeah, because that's not the America he imagines. I think a lot of people imagine America, and I said it before, like the New York, Miami, L.A., like the fancy big cities from the movies, Chicago, yes. right? Not the sticks. Not ha- Hazelhurst, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Hazelhurst, more like Hazelworst. 
<laughs> going home. It's not even Atlanta. I guess at least Atlanta would be like semi okay. We, we I guess. like small town America, though. We love small town America. Oh, we do, but but we we know what it's all about. But I'm telling you, if a foreigner comes to America, right. you want to see the big city. Speaking from a freaking experience, for sure. All right. Well, let's move on to another couple you can speak from experience. Let's do it. Let's talk about Jovi and Yara. And Mama Gwen makes an appearance. Shout out to Mama Gwen. We love Mama Gwen. We know the relationship had some ups and downs. They got into quite an argument because Mama Gwen wasn't as present as Jovi and Yara wanted. And so they talk about it. They go on this boat cruise. What was this a boat tour of? There was New ze- Orleans? No, there was zero sights. I was like, what is this even? Well, you can get on the river cruise and just drink. It looked like they were just staying in port. I guess you could I guess the drinks are the main attraction. Yeah, we I mean, yes, we used to do it around Manhattan, but I guess it's Manhattan. Yeah, you see the Statue of Liberty, you see the well, World Trade not Center. Even. You remember the lobster boat we used to take from the west from the west side? It goes up to George Washington rest- Bridge. It was a restaurant though. Yeah, but but we we went for drinks. The lobster right. boat was for free. You bought the drinks. It went up to George Washington Bridge and went down. Okay, all right. So this was maybe a similar style c- river cruise. All right, any any place you can drink, Jovi's in. So. Oh, Jovi's loving it. But I'll get drinks. <laughs> Yara, confirm what I said. Eastern or like European grandmothers are so involved. Yeah, and that's what she expected. And that's what I would expect. I mean, I know now, so. But I, I think your mom is my very mom's, handsome, My mom's too. probably Eastern European the way she's so True, attentive. but like for me, my mom would literally dump me in my grandparents' house on Friday and pick me up on Monday since I was a kid. Yeah. Or, or my grandma would pick me up from school every single day and then I was hanging out at her house until the evening when my parents picked me up. Like the, My grandparents were so hands-on. Every summer... My mom would drive me to grandma's house and I was there for a month and then another month for in the other grandma's house. My mm-hmm. parents came and went, but they weren't there all the time. Like I was with my grandma 24-7. That's not happening in America. Not even your mom, who is very hands-on, would do that. No, and I appreciate Yara owning up to it yes. and, and recognizing, okay, it was my mistake. I grew up in a place where grandmas are always yes, there. same. And... She, I appreciate when people can realize, you know what? Not everyone's the same. Not every place is the same. And it doesn't have to be my culture is the best and it should be my way. Even when I move to another country, you got to embrace the country you're in. And I appreciate when Yara can, can say that. Yes. And I agree with her on everything because it's the culture and you can see it with my grandma, whenever we go to check, she's there. It's not like, oh, we go and visit my grandma for a day or so. Yeah. She's there 24-7, 24-7 with us to enjoy. Right. And so then everything gets smoothed over, easy peasy, no problems. Mama Gwen asks how Yara's family is doing. And Yara says her visa interview was canceled. So she couldn't visit. So it's been three years since she's gone home and seen her family. Obviously misses her family. Obviously misses her culture. And this is right before the whole Ukrainian war happened. But it was at the time that people were speculating about it. There was it. talk. There was talk. But what I do understand about Mama Gwen is because we learned that Yara's mom actually lives in Prague, the Czech Republic. Woo-hoo. Shout out to the Czech Republic. Yeah. I know someone from there. Um, 
yeah, just out of nowhere, Yara was like, my mom lives in Czech Republic. And <laughs> just kind of like kept going. I was like, wait, what? Well, a lot of Ukrainians or like other, other countries do live in Czech. They work there and then they go back several times a year back to, let's say, Ukraine. People yeah. from outside of the EU. Like my mom's masseuse is from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he go. Well, now he's there permanently, I guess, because of what happened. But before he used to come, worked for a few months and went back home. That's how he made more money. Right. Right. So maybe that's what Yara's mom is doing because she said she has a house back in Ukraine but works and lives in Prague. I wonder what she does. I don't know what she does. Who knows? But and Mama Gwen is like, yeah, but she but must speak. She must speak Czech or English. Maybe a broken Czech. Yeah, because I mean the language is you can. A lot of people in the I don't want to say old. Well, the older generations. Russian. Maybe, maybe my parents' generations, like 50 plus, they had to learn Russian in school. Yeah. Like we learned English, yeah. they learned Russian. Right. So a lot of these guys understand. Right. That's a good point. I'll be interested but, to yeah. see more of Mama Yara. Oh my gosh. I want them to go. But Mama Gwen needs to watch the news a little better because she's like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, I would not go there right now. It's like, why? The Czech Republic has nothing to do with the Ukrainian war. We're not even bordering Ukraine. I get it. Liara is from Ukraine, but I think she's trying to go to Czech to visit her mom. Yeah, I never told you, but when we went to Czech in July, yeah, we went. No one said anything. Yeah, We came back. And then I was talking to people and they were like, yeah, I wouldn't have gone. Really? If I were you. Why? Yeah. And one who person. Who said that? You tell me later. Well, one person who's a travel agent. Yeah. was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone. If I were, I was, because they were like, I was thinking of going to, it wasn't Czech, but it was a bordering country. And they're like, yeah, I didn't think it was a smart idea. I'm sure a lot of people, when we said we were going, didn't think it was a smart idea, but. Why again, not? It's a separate country. It's not even bordering. And this is the thing. Czech Republic is not on the border with Ukraine. And Czech Republic is in the EU and in NATO. Yeah. If something happened, even Poland or yeah. Slovakia, if something happened to those countries, they wouldn't even get to Czech. It would it would be a third world war. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, it's better to stay further from conflict, but I agree, it was perfectly but fine. I'm you telling, would, I'm you telling never you, knew there was a war going on. No, you don't feel it in Europe. My parents feel it because my mom is a principal of middle school and elementary school and they accepted a decent amount of Ukrainian kids and and women. Yeah. And so she feels it, but she feels it as a, let's help them out. She doesn't feel it as, but. Well, you feel, you feel the financial burden. Well, I was just going to say, because everything got so expensive in Europe. My dad was just telling me that his utilities, my parents' utilities doubled within the past six months. Yeah. They're going to be families. They cannot, they won't be able to afford it. And now they're saying, oh, whoever makes this amount of money, they can ask this, the government for financial support. But this is crazy. It's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable how expensive everything is. Yeah, it's gone on for too long. Obviously, yes. that doesn't need to be said. It should have never gone on in the first place, but... It's crazy that it's going on this long. Um, okay. New night, Joby and Yara at home. Mm-hmm. And Joby's got some breaking news. Not only did Joby feel the need to do this whole 
song and dance over. So sit down. I know you're sitting down. I have big news. Like, I think it was messed up because he shouldn't have opened up her mail in the first place. No, he shouldn't. I would be mad at you if you opened up my mail. Especially yeah. a piece of mail like that. It's not like, oh, you got mail from Geico. I oh, know yeah. what it's going to be. Well, and- yeah, we share Geico, but I opened your Costco mail because you don't. Right. But we but share a cost, our Costco This is going to say UCIS. USCIS. USCIS. Yes. You know you're waiting on something. It's one of the biggest things mm-hmm. in an international couple's oh journey. Oh, gosh. And you probably want to open it up together. It'd be like if my parents opened up my college acceptance letter. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, John, you got in. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> right? So Jovi opens it up and he's like, all right. We have the interview. It's on. It's scheduled, and we gotta get ready for it. Well, no, for us, he's like, you, it's your green card. Right. That's not it. It's your green card interview. I'll tell you what. If you are a real couple and you can prove it by talking about yourself, most of the American person has to do it. Then you have nothing to worry about it, right? You literally have nothing to worry about. Even if they said, oh. During the interview, they can say, yeah, there are a few things missing. We need to dig deeper, right? They might come and show up at your door. Like you, if they see that you live together and all that, you will get it. So We can only speak from our experience and we do have friends who went through similar things. And yes, you're not going to, it's very rare that you'd get denied on the spot. Yes. If you're a real, if you're a real couple. Yes, but they might, they might. If they feel like, yeah, this is this is something is a little fishy, they might separate you, right. and then you would get interviewed by yourself, and then they would try to see if you know the other person. Yeah, that didn't, didn't happen to us. Didn't happen to us when they're freaking out. Oh, you don't know my favorite color. What's your favorite? Yes, we did go over that because better safe than sorry. You want to be pre- prepared for anything. Oh, what color is her toothbrush? What side of the bed? Does yeah. she sleep on? You go over it because they could ask you. But our experience was we literally went into a room. We ahead of time were like, well, let's both talk. Let's show each other that. Let's show them that we love each other so much. Teresa tried to talk after being asked. Well, first of all, because like when we go anywhere and we sit next to each other, we usually hold hands. Like we're very affectionate between the two of us, right? Uh, not annoyingly affectionate, just beautifully affectionate right yeah. so we're like okay we'll just sit down hold hands whatever we always do we get to the room and they were like you sit over there next to your lawyer and joel was sitting all the way on the <laughs> other side of the room I had nobody and yeah the, the, the agent started asking questions and i tried answering and he's like not you you don't yeah talk. i think it was like so where'd you guys meet and you started to talk and he was like no him Yes. And I didn't understand it at first. I was like, why wouldn't you want to hear from Teresa? And the agent said, no, because, well, he didn't say no because, but he was like, no, I just want to hear from you. And it's got to be because, of course, you want the green card. You're going to do whatever you can if you were scamming. You're going to say how much you love me and how perfect I am and how happy we are. You'll know all the answers because you studied. But if you're a real couple or if you're, scamming, I guess I should say, then he wants to see if the sponsor has mm-hmm. all the answers, if he's as excited. Yeah. I forgot. What what did they ask us? I think it was, where did you meet? Yeah. And we told the New York story. Like, what was your first date? 
Yes. And then you mentioned that you're from he, Connecticut. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm from Connecticut. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm here too. And then we bought, I really can't remember any other questions then. Where'd you meet? Like what city? What was your first date? What was your wedding celebration like? And yes. we showed pictures mm-hmm. and we had other evidence of letters written from our family. And, but it wasn't high pressure. It didn't no. feel high pressure. It was because at the end of it, he goes, okay, you're approved. Our, our fate was in his hands, but it wasn't, what's her favorite color? When's her birthday? Yes. It was, it was more of a conversation. But it could be. It oh, could, it could be, be. That you never know. Also, it's almost like going to the DMV, right? Sometimes the agent is awesome. They're so nice. They take your photo and you look ridiculous. And sometimes they're like, no, next. Yeah. Or it's like if you get pulled over for drinking, they're going to ask you a couple of questions. Where are you coming from? How much did you drink? And if you answer those questions legit and don't seem like you're hiding anything, they'll let you on your way. If something seems fishy, get out of the car. Yeah. Walk the line. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, as long as you're cool and, and playing yeah. by the rules and doing everything, it should be easy peasy. Yeah. So, okay. She's got her interview set up. So she's got some big news. She wants to go tell her mom. She goes to a coffee shop to FaceTime mom. I think this is the first time we've seen any of her family. I feel like we've seen her mom before. Maybe I remember not. during the original season, we saw Julia's family. Yes. And I was like, we're not seeing any of Yara's family. What's going on with that? I'm not sure. You we might s- be right. We see mom this time, Yara's FaceTiming. Did you see how much Instagram was blowing up her phone? No, they, I did not. Every time they cut to show Yara's phone, there was another Instagram alert. Oh, really? She probably just gets thousands of messages all day, every well, day. Well, or likes. Like or if like, you have it all. I would turn that off. Yeah. I don't know how many followers she has, but she has a good of, amount. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, she has a good amount. I would turn that off, but it just <laughs> get every time ding, ding, ding. But she tells she tells her mom about the documents. Yes. I don't speak Ukrainian or Russian, but there are certain words that are very similar, right? So I can pick up on it. Mm-hmm. When did she was talking about she was telling mom mom that yes like we need to come and see you and she said i'll i'll you can babysit you can be our nanny yeah she said you can be our free nanny oh really yes because <laughs> that word is the same but very similar in Czech, oh, and they didn't translate it we're getting because we're getting the same storyline as mama gwen now it's like mm-hmm. yeah just take care of our kid for free um but mom's excited she wants to see myla obviously she's never seen myla no she's well she's seen myla she's never met yes myla and mom asks, well, do you want to go to Czech or Ukraine? And Yara says, I'll decide when it gets closer. And mom, and she asks, oh, what's the news in Czech? How does it sound over in Europe in, in regards to the war? And mom goes, the news here is saying there won't be a war. Yeah, that was so sad in a so way. So sad. Mom was like, yeah. That's not not, going to happen. Ayara is like, we live in the 21st century. Like, it's a war that's not going to happen. Yeah, I wish that was... A couple weeks later. I wish that was the case. I said said the same thing. I felt like I'm like, there's no way they're going to repeat what happened 60 years ago when the Soviet Union occupied Czechoslovakia and surrounding states. Right. What was your parents take on it how yara's mom saying oh the news is saying there won't be a war were your parents they thought that they well they were saying like there's no nah they don't say there's no way but they said hopefully this can be fixed somehow but my dad was a little more skeptical and he's like yeah. putin's crazy 
Yeah. And I can see him attacking Ukraine and basically declaring a war. And it happened. Yeah. Very sad. Um, yeah, not not happy about what's going on, but it will be nice to potentially see the Czech Republic this season. Yeah, I It'd mean, Czech great. Republic's fine. It'd so be great if go. Yara could go to Ukraine, but we'll, yes. we'll take some Czech Republic footage. Of course. We'd love to see Czech Republic on TV. Yes. All right. Let's go to our last couple. One of the most infuriating couples. All right. Let's talk about Bila and Shaida. So They're home. It's the morning after the big fight, mm-hmm. right? They were at the coffee shop. Shahida came in. She was hot. But Bilal is angry with Shida. I was confused as to why he was angry with Shida on the drive home. I'm even more confused while why he hasn't calmed down at this point. So he's giving her the silent treatment. Classic Bilal move. Oh, classic Bilal. This, the silent treatment. And Shida, who I don't think was in the wrong at all, I don't think she did anything wrong at the coffee shop, is the one who's trying to be the bigger person, step up, and bring Bilal breakfast in bed to break the ice. It was like a snack in bed. It was just tea and grapes. Yeah, it was, sna- it was this little snacky snack. But yes, and he's talking to her, but basically says he's mad at her. Because she doesn't know how to, what's the word? How to handle herself? Handle her anger in front of other people. Well, he goes, You're my wife. I expect the best from you. You really disappointed in me. You came with force. I don't see I mean, that. she did, but did so she? did Shahida. They both, they both got into this argument. Honestly, if Shahida probably could have been a little cooler. But when I was, Shahida was the one who was standing up, raising her voice and putting her hands in well, Shahida's Well, yeah, but Shahida started it. She st- I guess, she but that whole reason sitting, they were there was to address listen, instead that. Instead of sitting down and just kind of trying to clear the ass, like, oh, how is it going? Anything new? How are the kids? Shahida literally, first thing she said, all right, so I felt attacked when you came to my home. But I thought she said it in a peaceful way. I don't think she came on the attack. She came just expressing how she felt, which she should be able to do as an adult, especially if you're going to try to keep the peace and have you have this extended family with kids' mothers and kids, and you, you want to be able to get it off your chest and clear the air. Yes, she wasn't being aggressive about it, but she kept calling Shahida a bully and all that kind of stuff, and Shahida got pissed. So I think they both were wrong. I think that whole conversation started on the wrong note. Potentially. But if I had to be mad at someone, it would be Shahida. Bilal, for some reason, maybe because it's his ex-wife, he doesn't see any value in being mad at her. He wants to just focus his attention on Shahida. Well, he's afraid that it might affect the kids, I'm telling you. I get his reasoning. He tries to make it this big lesson. He's like, well... If it's not Shahida, it'll be someone else tomorrow. It'll be someone else the next day. You can't let other people dictate your behavior. He's this is to, true. It's true, but I don't think she did dictate Shahida's behavior. She came in the house, made her feel uncomfortable, got her in a vulnerable position where she was all alone and presented this argument that shouldn't have been presented to her, at least not without Bilal being there. And it was unfair to Shida. And so I, I could see why she would have an opinion on that. But this is the thing, right? Shida should have been the bigger person. 
and just calmly say, hey, Shahida, like, thanks for coming. I just want to talk about what happened. I didn't li- I didn't like that interaction in the house, but let's just talk about it and let's let's move on. I don't want this to happen again. I don't think you were in the right. Like, she could have approached it very differently, but she got, she was mad. I get it. I get why she was mad. Shahida should not have attacked her like that. Shahida shouldn't have even been in the middle of this discussion. That should have happened if she had any concerns between her and Bilal. But in the coffee shop, Shahida was a little aggressive. Maybe. I don't think any more aggressive than Shahida, but you say, yes, the conversation should have happened. I agree. Shahida felt probably very alone because it was two against one in that argument. It was not just Bilal saying, get a prenup. Now we have Shahida saying, get a prenup. It's two against one. It's just unfair to Shahida. I get that. And I'm not saying that that was right. That was not right. Shahida shouldn't have done that. I'm not taking her aside. I mean, I'm not taking anyone's side, but in the coffee shop, if Shida started this conversation on a little more positive note and just wanted to talk about it and move on, I don't think Shahida would b- get pissed. She gets pissed as a response to Shahida. I mean, Shida. I think if Shida brought up the topic, Shahida was going to get pissed. And I think it's okay for Shida to be able to bring up that topic. Yes, but not in... Listen, if you have any issues and you know that the other person's probably not going to be happy about it, but you want to discuss... And this is something you tell me, too. You should be the bigger person. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. But Shida wasn't. Maybe I'll go back and watch because we've discussed this now in multiple episodes. I didn't think she came in with aggression. So maybe I'll have to go back and watch if you're saying it wasn't the nicest approach. Okay, if she came in aggressively, then I'm with you. She shouldn't have done that. But she should have been able to speak her mind. Not aggressively as Shahida per se, but she, it was more aggressive than a regular conversation, right? And it's, per, you want to voice your opinion, do it. But I'm telling you, the second you raise your voice or you get into this argument hard and heavy and you know that there is already something wrong, you're going to get into a fight. It was expected. Okay. Help me understand this then, because maybe I heard wrong. Bilal, they're talking, Shahida, Bilal. And Shida's saying, you know, Shahida, she she was aggressive. She had this energy. And Bilal goes, you think she's negative? I wouldn't have married her if she was negative. I missed that. Okay. And maybe I, <laughs> and maybe I missed her, but I'm like, are you really trying to shine a positive light on your ex-wife to your current wife? By, oh, I wouldn't have married her if she was negative. No, if your alliances are with anyone, your alliance should be with your current wife. Sure. Okay. So you didn't hear it. We don't have to belabor the point, but- I I thought that's what he said, and I couldn't believe it. But now, Shahida, Shahida is saying and doing whatever. What, I feel bad partially because Bilal is being an asshole, but Shahida says, you know what? Shahida. Shahida. Damn it. Shahida says, if, if you want me to apologize through, I'm going to be the bigger person and, and apologize. She shouldn't have apologized before, but she should have been the bigger person when it came to the argument and just be a little more chilled and just don't get mad. Just just have a polite conversation, say what bothers you, say if you can move on. But the thing is, she went into the coffee shop wanting Shahida's apology. Like, that was a thing. So you think Shahida was in the right with how she acted? No, she wasn't. But so she... You- uh, you know that every action has a reaction. Yes. That's what happened. All right. Fair enough.
It's like if you slap someone, you're probably going to get slapped back. Probably. I'm glad it didn't go that far. <laughs> All right. That's it, right? That's the episode? That's the app. All right. Pretty good episode. It was a pretty, decent episode, Pretty yeah. good episode. I'm looking forward to this next one. Let's see what happens. Until then, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Make sure you're following the Patreon or get on that Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. A lot of things happening over there. We have the Single Life, which is premiering Monday night, tonight. That will drop Wednesday. Then every week after that, I think the goal is to drop it on Tuesday. So get on that, be a part of that. We have married, blind, love, who knows yeah, what. <laughs> love so, is blind after the so author. So much, so much. That's coming. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. You're on the Instagram. You're following the podcast. It's so easy to do. You just got to look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash your luck is as hot as... The yammy yammy. Okay. What sure. Gonna, what were you going to say? I was just going to say this this season so far. So far, so good. So far, so good. So yeah. far, so good. All right. Smash Joel it. says the yammy, yammy. Let's do the no, yammy, let's, yammy. No, let's, let's actually do a real one. Smash it like it's as hot as Kiki's review. Yeah. What a hot review. Kiki, what a hot do review. you love me? Are you riding? <laughs> yeah, you are. All right. That's enough. We've said enough. Seriously, though, thank you, Kiki. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all you guys. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Did you say it all? I've said it all. I said it all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. As we deal with the challenges of hybrid working and talent wars in this new world of work, the Financial Times helps you understand what might be next. I'm Isabel Berwick, the host of the FT's Working It podcast. Each week, we discuss the ideas and trends shaping the future of work. The FT's broad coverage and unique insights can help you to make sense of it all. Check out our podcasts and read selected articles free at ft.com insights.